0: down in a minute let me touch down I' gonna get it cause I, 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 been waiting all night it's game time
1: it's game time here's your host Tom Barfield and Glynn Stretch Smith.
2: And good afternoon, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> good morning. I, I'm kind of meeting myself coming and going here. Good morning and welcome into game time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Let's uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how are you? Good, fellas. What's going on today? Oh, it's, it's, it's Thursday. It's game day. It's game day. Uh, Garrett, how are you? I'm good. Ready to roll. All right. So, we, we've got football coming your way tonight. Uh, it is midway, and... Uh, in mansfield so we'll have that one for you tonight uh from up at newsom stadium in mansfield uh 6 for the pregame seven o'clock for the kick and and garrett uh garrett uh you're going to visit with who from the midway panthers we will be
3: talking with reed Cromie, middle linebacker for the midway panthers uh he's I've, I, covering their games over the past few years watching him grow has been really fun He's pretty much the leader of this team. He leads the team in tackles and mm-hmm. uh, he's he's just a really great kid and got some great insight and a good head on his shoulder. So it was nice to talk
2: with him. Well good. Good. So that'll be uh and, and so he's gonna like right before they kick off, he's gonna he's gonna call you and, and y'all are gonna talk. That's pretty cool. We'll figure it like out like ten minutes before kickoff. We'll make it work. <laughs> So it's the magic of radio stretch. He's gonna he's got a pre recorded segment coming up with uh, Reed Cromie, the linebacker for the Midway Panthers, uh, and uh, we'll have the broadcast and uh, all that coming up tonight. And then on Friday we'll have football for you and uh, the scoreboard show, and so just all kinds of good stuff. And then Saturday, of course, we'll have Baylor and Texas right here on the uh, flagship for uh, Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. So we've got, a, and then Sunday we uh, we've got that. uh that uh, it may be the game of the year in the NFL: the Cowboys and Washington. So that will be that'd be at noon on Sunday. So yeah. we've got we've got a lineup. We've got an award winning lineup coming your way over the next three days. I don't think the Cowboys are ready for Washington. You don't? No, they don't want those problems. Oh, okay. <laughs> what
4: problems? That D line. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I think it's going to be—I think it's going to turn out to be a hell of a pillow fight, fellas. So get ready.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it's—it's going to be something, all right. <laughs> uh, a couple of minutes after ten, and uh, baseball-wise, it was almost like—it was almost a a one eighty, wasn't it? I mean, Tampa came in and, and pitched the heck out of it, and, and uh, that. Uh, that made for a uh, a Tampa Bay Rays uh, win in in a series that is now even up at a game apiece man
4: Lau hits two big shots and
2: and, and you're what's well, right. big I mean, for I, them I,
4: isn't it I, it is big for them and I I tell you what though I mean I was impressed with how Cash used his used his bullpen I mean he brought the Fairbanks kid in and then right after that he brought uh, I mean, he brought that loop kid, that left-hander that was slinging it down low. So he had the big righty that was throwing bullets in there. Then brings the lefty in, shuts the Dodgers down when it looked like they had an opportunity to get something going there. Uh, big, big win for Tampa Bay. They even the series up. We get an off night tonight and get to watch these two presidential candidates go at it. Boy, that speaking of a pillow fight, that hey, ought to be a hell of a pillow fight too.
2: Did you did you go back and watch the baseball game this morning? Because I know that. When I called you last night uh, to talk about the baseball game, you and your girlfriend were watching, uh, what, Keeping Up with the Kardashians or something? Uh, wrong, 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 wrong.
4: <laughs> Cuddled up with some popcorn? So, <laughs> no, no. My girlfriend, my girlfriend is in Lake Conroe <laughs> selling real estate, and I, and I – and no, she, Garrett, was, she was. Garrett she would have not, said you she, was cuddled up with does, popcorn, and she doesn't even like the Kardashians <laughs> for crying out loud. So no, that wasn't that wasn't what I was doing. I was watching the baseball last night. Hey, hey, what else was there to watch? For yeah, you're right.
2: Loud? Garrett said you was cuddled up with popcorn. <laughs> Can you see Stretch on the couch with the with the throw blanket and in and, yeah. and snuggles the little white poodle? Off? Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, kicked up with some slippers. <laughs> Yeah, six six guy in slippers, let me tell you. If you if you do see that, get your gun
2: out and just put me out of my misery. Put you please. down. That's right, just put me out right there. All right, so we're we're gonna get into some baseball. We're gonna get into uh some high school football, some and obviously uh, what's going on uh in the Big Twelve and we got to some NFL news and notes and uh uh we're gonna talk with Jeff Kosowski. One of those one of those games that was played last night, uh goes Bremon Bremon's way and We'll talk to Jeff a little bit about that, and and uh, with 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 all the the stopping and starting of athletics and the stopping and starting of school, Bremon is back in session today. So they played last night with uh, it, it, with school starting back. Uh, late, they they've left the virtual format and they're back in in person today. So that'll just kind of tell you how wacky things are. W- w- you know, sometimes we get we get those blinders on uh, and think about uh, just the athletic aspect of it. But uh, the school side of it, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to starting and stopping and, and trying to get, uh, trying to get school in. So we'll, uh, we'll get into that with Jeff Kosowski a little bit later on today. And uh, I know we're going to talk with, uh, with Joe Dixon. And uh, uh, that'll be an interesting conversation stretch.
4: Yeah, you know what? He's uh, he, he's he's a heck of a football coach. He was an offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. I was with him in Northern Illinois and, and and since he's gotten away from 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 being the coordinator, he's kind of he's kind of become the quarterback whisperer and he's done a great job with a bunch of young quarterbacks across the country. He's got a great template for how he evaluates kids and then how he how he coaches them and and, and certainly he's coached a bunch of them, so he's, he's really got a great feel for, uh, you, you know, for that position, for the young and upcoming quarterbacks, and then obviously he's got some guys in college right now, so he's always fun to talk to and kind of get his, you know, put put your finger on his pulse and see things the way he sees them about about some of these young quarterbacks that are out there.
2: And uh, then again, a little later on uh, this evening we'll, or this morning, we'll have uh, Bryce Cherry of the Waco Trib. And uh, Bryson, uh, we'll get into some college and some high school football conversation there as well. So uh, we, we've got we've got uh, we've got a fun one for you here on this Thursday morning from ESPN Central Texas. This is game time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us, and we will. Uh we will uh, take a break here, and when we come back, we're, we're going to kind of go through that game two of the, uh, of the World Series. And, again, it's, it's now one apiece, so uh, it's on with, uh, with an off day today. Back with more in just a moment.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Once again, we'll see gradual clearing today, and that means a lot more sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 87 degrees. Mostly clear tonight. We drop to 68, and tomorrow, partly sunny skies. We'll see a high around 78 degrees shortly after noon, but as a cold front moves through, skies will remain mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain, and temperatures could be in the 60s by dinner. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12:30 for the Baylor alumni tailgate show. 2:30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday. From Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
9: Skilled trade workers are the
10: backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
11: It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Or how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron.
4: Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo,
7: Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, T, West, and Whitney.
12: If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizensStateBankTX.com.
4: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of
12: success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
2: 11 minutes after 10 o'clock, it's 10-11 here. As we welcome you back into game time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. And seriously, guys, watching the game last night, and of course you don't, at least I didn't. I didn't think he was going to throw a no-hitter, but I mean, he really was cruising. I mean, hes he's giving up nothing. He's throwing up zeroes in the 5th inning. I mean he, he, that was as good as it gets, isn't it? Are you talking about you talking about
4: Snell the starter for yeah, Tampa? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he was he was absolutely it looked like yeah, it looked like he was he was in a zone. I mean, he was getting he, yeah, I mean, any time a pitcher gets like that where he's just and and we saw it the night before. I think Kershaw really made one bad pitch the night before, but anytime and you said this yesterday, Tom. Anytime they're pounding that strike zone and getting those outs, I mean that 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 that, that, that pitcher starts cruising, and and it was, it was it was it was it's fun to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I don't find myself really rooting on either one of these teams. I, I find myself looking at and feeling like I'm looking at really good baseball,
2: and I, and both game one and game two, I, I haven't been disappointed in either game. No, and you know what? And, and it does feel like I mean, sometimes like. <laughs> When I watched some of the NBA championship, it, it was like, this doesn't feel right and maybe it was because of the calendar, I, I don't. Know. maybe it was because of the, the bubble. I don't know. but this this felt right. This felt like the World Series. This felt like these two teams had fought their way and earned their way into this into this series and the way the series is being played, this just I mean if, you know and maybe it's because there are 10 or 11,000 people. I don't know. maybe it's a combination of all of it, but it does feel right to me. It, it feels like baseball to yeah, me. Yeah,
4: yeah, and it well, and, and and it helps that we're seeing good baseball. Yes. I mean, we're seeing very two, I think, evenly matched teams who can, they can, they can play small ball. They can go deep. They can pitch. And 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 we asked, I think, earlier in the <laughs> week, or maybe it was last week. Hey, are are the best teams? Or it was early this week? Are the two best teams in the in the World Series? And I think if you watch the first two games. The answer has to be yes. I mean, these are the two best teams in baseball right now.
2: Well, and then in that fifth inning, uh, when when if you're going to give up a hit, you might as well give up a hit. And he he gives up a dinger, and the next thing you know, uh, he's out of the game. But uh, you know, Tampa could have imploded a little bit right there, but they didn't. They made plays and they got out of the inning and and uh, you know there was a couple of threats by the dodgers but i really uh, did you ever feel like tampa was in jeopardy of not winning the game i guess in the eighth i did when the when the dodgers hit the home
4: run and then and, and then they got the double and i thought okay you know maybe the Dodgers going to get a big hit right here they cut it to six four uh you know with the with the runner on second i believe it was uh, i believe it was turner hit the double they got the second. It was kind of a kind of a Texas League shot, but then when as soon as they brought as soon as they brought the lefty in, I thought, uh oh, and you could tell. I mean, he was he was bringing it from down there. It, was, it looked like the old Kent to Colby days. I don't think Kent to Colby wasn't the left hander. The old Pirates, the old Pittsburgh r- 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 Pirates. Yeah. yeah, he boy, he'd bring that he'd bring that submarine ball from down there, and it was I, again. I th- I think how Kevin Cash is using his pitchers. When he goes from from the big, I, I mean that that big riding now that that Fairbanks kid, he can bring it. And then and then they, you know, then he brings the lefty in. Then he brings his closer in Castillo. He, he you can tell he's got a good feel for his staff. I mean, really, uh, again, well managed baseball game last night. I mean, uh, Roberts goes and gets his pitcher after after an inning in the third, knowing. Hey, boys, I got to keep this thing, you know, I got to keep this thing close. I got to manage my bullpen. And, uh, you know, it, it's a well managed, it's been a well managed
2: series. I, I, I still don't get that. I, I An inning and a third. I don't, I don't understand that. I, why did he come out of the game? Yeah, I, 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 maybe he, he I, And I don't know.
4: I mean, did he see something he didn't like? Did he tell him he, he, he didn't have his best stuff? I, you Was know, that a
2: pre planned thing? I mean, yeah. Is, I mean,
4: we're not, yeah, we're not, we're obviously, we're not pertinent to that, but I, I'm saying he. I think he made the right. I think he made the right choice because he, you know they, they 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 were in the game the whole time. So, I. I, I again well managed well played baseball allowing some fans in the stand hey there was a couple of, there were a couple of fans made great catches oh, last night did you see that one, that home run <laughs> catch i'm like whoa I like sign to, that, I mean, that guy up a foul ball shot that the guy kind of shuts his eyes and finds it in his glove over <laughs> right field yeah i thought there was some thought there was some good catches even made in the stands last night so that that's good
2: to see also instead of the ball just clanging and bouncing around up there uh, so it, it so Tampa hangs on. They win six four, and now the series at a game apiece. And now it's an off day. And uh, again, that the one thing that was perplexing to me what was actually how the Dodgers did handle their starting pitching. You know, I I, th- I honestly think that that was the plan from the get go. Was hey inning inning a third uh, maybe two at the most, and, and then we're going to turn it over to the pen. But this is a guy that's used to going out there and throwing five or six innings. I, I so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. But he obviously did, and uh, you know, he had a plan. And I, 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 honestly believe Dave Roberts had that plan from you know from the beginning, and so that was that was the game plan going in. So yeah, because he, I mean, he He didn't wait. It wasn't like it was. Hey, get somebody up and
4: let's, you know, see if we can get this out and see if we can get that out. He he went an inning and a third and he and he went and got him and mm-hmm. and uh yes, I I'm like you. I mean it, it looked like it was planned and then he you know, he went deep into his bullpen last night. I mean I, I didn't see Well, with than, an
2: off day today, so I guess you can but right? other than other
4: than McGee, I mean you, you had guys pitching, you know, an inning and
2: a third, inning and a third,
4: inning, inning and a third, inning. <laughs> so yeah, they were I mean, he was going and getting guys and, and felt like, hey, you know what, we're going we're gonna to try to beat it and bang it around here and see if we can hang in the game. And, and they did. I mean, I, I really – again, when Turner hit the – after the home run and Turner hits the double, I'm thinking, okay, the Dodgers are going to show a little something here. Then Cash responds with the left-hander and shuts them down. It was – a, a well managed baseball game. That's all. That's all I know how to say. There, well played, well managed.
2: All right, Garrett. Were you glued to the television? Was it must see TV for Garrett in the Garrett household? You know what? I honestly missed it. I
3: was on the phone with our friends for like two hours. and didn't watch. A,
2: First of all, a you pitch. you don't have no friends, Garrett. Yeah, I so do. St- oh, okay, you do. All right.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so we were on the phone with them for like two hours. I missed it. I, I tuned in for like a minute during the eighth inning, and that was it. I fell asleep. Stretch called me. I was asleep. Really? Yep. You were down, huh? I was done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay up to save my life, man. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Garrett says, I'm checking out baseball, no baseball, World Series. I'll read about it exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> I'll catch up with it on Twitter or the newspaper or something.
4: You oh, know, man. You get up and read the box score and yeah. come in and talk about it. And you, and, and Did you do that feels as a like kid? You watched it.
2: Did you do that as a kid? I, oh, yeah. Oh, I used to love to get up and, and grab the morning newspaper and read the box scores and see. And, and, you know, you'd always get mad because the West Coast scores weren't in there. Uh, did you, Was that something – was that part of your routine? Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, if you
4: and, – and, and, and I was – a, I mean, you know, as a kid, I collected baseball cards. I mean, we've talked about that before. I mean, I, I still have some a bunch of my baseball cards. So, yeah, I'm I, – I'm am am kind of a baseball junkie. It hasn't felt. The weird thing about this year is it's like I I, I didn't really get into it. It was it was uh, it, the baseball season was so short. Uh, it started, stopped it, and and it just it's kind of I, I don't know. I just I just never have gotten in the flow of it. And then the World Series got here, and I'm like, man, I don't I'm not real sure that I really care about either one of these teams, but with two played games, I found myself last night kind of getting into it a little bit. I I thought it was a heck of a game.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, I I love it. I mean, I I can remember the days of just turning the radio on and listening to the late Mark Holtz and uh, do a Ranger game. And, you know, (laughs) you know, in in April and May, you you still got school going Mm -hmm. on. You got to get ready for, you know, or they're out on the West Coast and that late start against the California Angels I might add, and and uh, I, I, yeah, and then waking up the next morning, grabbing the newspaper, looking at the box scores, wondering if they can make a move to get to first place. And of course, it was the Rangers. They weren't making any moves. So, but you know, when you're 12, you don't you you don't think that way. You're you're thinking, hey, these dudes, these dudes are are the greatest and they're going to they're going to they're going to win the American League West. See, for me, I'm always like I can I'm more entertained by
3: listening to a baseball game on the radio than watching it on TV for whatever reason. There's a lot of people well, like that, by the way. Or going to the game in person. I can enjoy it that way, but I can't I struggle to sit and just watch a game on TV. Now, game 1 of the World Series, I was entertained. You got to see pretty much everything you had to offer out there, you had, you know, double steals, home runs, hit and run. I mean, great great pitching. pitching. It was all, you know, in one, but for whatever reason, it just, it struggles to hold my attention.
2: And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that will tell you they'd much rather catch a game on radio when it Mm -hmm. comes to baseball. Right. And, and they'd much rather go to a game than to watch it on television. Uh, and, I'm either. I mean, I love listen, I, I absolutely love listening to baseball on the radio. Right. I, I do always have, uh, but I also like it on that television too. So, <laughs> used to, <laughs> and, and and for the longest before they priced priced us out of the equation, we'd go to three, four, five games a year. Right. But you know, now that you got to go take out a loan uh, to go to a game, uh, don't go as often. See, I went to one Rangers game my
3: entire life. It was like. It was Cal Ripken's final year, and that was the only time I've ever seen been to a Rangers game, and it was so hot. And I, I'm not with that. Are Are you hearing <laughs> this
2: stretch? We learned something new about about That's Garrett. Awesome. He's been to one professional baseball no, game.
3: I've been to one Rangers. Oh, I've one Rangers. I've Ranger been game. to okay. a game in San Francisco. I watched the the A's and the Giants, and then I went to Oakland and watched the A's and the Mariners. But I've only been to the Rangers
2: game once. Okay, well, we got to fix that too next spring. Branched out a little w- bit. Are I you? Mean, you've I, got I'm a list, don't you? me branched out a little bit and got out. I got out there on the West Coast and <laughs> let the let the breeze blow around him a I'm little bit. I'm surprised he came him. back. Me too. I'm surprised <laughs> he came back. I mean, for a guy born in in Oglesby General Hospital, uh, what? <laughs> it's probably like a hut set up. You got rattlesnakes, as your nurses. <laughs> You telling me you weren't born at Oglesby G- G.H.? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: I got to tell you what, though, no fellas, I, the one thing I will say <laughs> is that when they give those overhead shots of the ballpark, does that not it, – it's awesome. That's I, awesome. It, yeah. cannot I, mean, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And so that's where I was going with it. I, I, I had a conversation this morning with Bobby Witt, the, the former pitcher here at the Rangers, and he's he's an agent now, works for Octagon uh, and, and represents some guys, and, and his son, was the first or second player picked in the draft. I think it was last year's draft. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. in the Royals organization, but you know, I was asking him, you know, uh, about the Rangers. What what are the Rangers? You know, what what is their what is his thought? What's going on? And it was interesting to listen to him, a guy that's in that business, and listen to him, you know, say, "Hey, they've got two owners and and, and, and you've got Anytime you've got a, you've got an organization with two owners, there's two voices. And he said it's. He said I just don't think they're they're not on the same page. He said they're not going to do any spending this year. He said they're going to hope that with that new ballpark, you know they can uh, people will want to come and see it. And I, and, and that, that that makes me think about Garrett. Hey, going and seeing a game mm-hmm. in a new ballpark. You're going to have a roof, so you're going to have. It's not going to be the blast furnace and in in you know, in July, it'll, it'll, it'll be air conditioned. You can go, but still it's about the product you put on the field. And, uh, you know, if the Rangers don't get a better product on the field, it's not going to matter. They may make it through this first or this next year because obviously they didn't get the fans in there that they wanted this year. People will want that fan experience. Tom, like you said, I mean, you'll, you'll you may come to one or two games or want to go to one or two games just to see the experience, the ambiance of what's going on with the ballpark. But I tell you what, if the Rangers don't – if they don't get to this ownership, if they don't even either, either sell the team or, or, or get, get going the same direction, it, it's going to be a while before there's a, another World Series and feels like a real World Series in North
2: Texas. Well, I, I, I people are going to go to the baseball games. They're going to go to Arlington. It's a it's a tourist destination. I, I mean, it always has been. You got Six even Flags, even with a hundred lost team. Even with a hundred lost team, they're going to go to the baseball I games. I mean, they, they still go watch Cal-
3: the Cowboys, and they're awful.
2: Yeah, well, that's a great point. I mean, but the, 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 you've got Six Flags. You got what is it, Wet and Wild, or something like that? And you got all you got all those attractions there. Uh, I think, and now with the roof, as you point out, with the roof, and, and it's not going to be 105. Yeah, I think people are going to go to the baseball games, mm-hmm. and they're going to uh, they're going to make their money. I mean, people went to the games when they were bad, and it was 105 degrees at uh, at Globe Life uh, Park. So I, I think they will go to the games, and until you know, I, I, I think they will. I mean, and you know, I, I just think, and
4: you're right. I mean, I, I think one year. I think next year they get kind of a they get kind of a one more year reprieve, and after that, I don't I don't, I don't give a rip if they're playing it in the Taj Mahal. If you put a bad product on the field, and right now the Rangers are a bad product, let's not make any mistake about it. You put a bad product on the field. It's, it, it'll show at it the turnstile you won't get the you won't get the turnout after the after the newness wears off of the ballpark so they, they better figure out a direction and get going a direction for sure because they, they, they really got a one-year reprieve from covid and, and opening the stadium they didn't get to open the stadium they'll get to open the stadium next year and they'll get some fans in there but you get a hundred lost baseball team in that in that unbelievable
2: stadium, I, I I don't care. I don't think you'll get. I don't think you'll get the crowd that you think you're going to get. So, isn't it ironic in the city of Arlington? There's really two bad products going out on that field. Ooh, uh, it, two it, really, what, really bad it's products. It's painful, and I tell you
4: what, they're they're kind of paralleled a little bit. It it is. It's it's painful to say that that, that the Cowboys are in the position they're in because they're they're, they're not good and, and and yeah the Rangers neither one of them are worth the tinkers you're in so it's it's if you're a North Texas fan right now it's a, it's a tough time to be a fan at least down in Houston they they got a football team that's not very good in transition. Found that manager, but they've got a, they've got a they got a baseball team that can play their rear end off.
2: All right. Uh, last night in high school football, Chilton defeated Frost forty-nine to seven, and Breman got a win over Wortham sixty-four to thirty. And now the uh, Tigers of Bremont at 5-2, 2-0 and two, two and in the district. We'll talk to their head coach, Jeff Kosowski. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I said that I was uh, falling asleep early, and, and last Saturday night I fell asleep watching Coming to America. And JT says, as Ward is out running amok, burning up Waco, looking for the strange.
9: <laughs> You're only as old as you feel.
0: <laughs> I'm going to sleep early, and Ward's out in the BM, riding around, looking, just looking for something. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The radar. The radar. Is that, Wait, yeah. is this like a submarine <laughs> scanner? The goal is <laughs>
1: unnecessary roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN Central Texas.
13: Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as Biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and chips at Stonewood Dental in Robinson.
8: Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape open every day, nine till five. At 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806.
0: TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier and check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. close your eyes and imagine this with me two all beef patties American and Monterey Jack cheese sizzling bacon and the smooth roasted heat of hatched green chilies all on a 5 inch bun you hungry yet? good news You just don't have to imagine anymore. You could taste it yourself on the new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger. Make this flavorful fantasy a reality, but do it soon. You can only get this burger for a limited time. So get down to Whataburger and get your hands on this perfect burger while you still can.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
5: Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor Fort Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor basketball is back on the court. Head coach Scott Drew spoke with the media on Wednesday. Drew discussed the team feeling like they have unfinished business after the tournament got canceled last year.
14: Well, I, I would think not only our team, but uh, uh, a lot of teams out there would have that same sense. Uh, I'll tell you what, one thing that is a little different is probably uh, uh, something that you never thought about in the past. Is uh, every coach's biggest uh, anxiety uh, moment of the week is always, or or, or times of the week, or when they get the COVID test results back? Because if if they're good, you get to keep practicing, and if they're not, you don't.
5: Midway takes on Mansfield tonight. You can hear that broadcast starting at six thirty with kickoff at seven o'clock. Tom Barfield will be on the call on ESPN Central Texas
1: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 10 32. Welcome back into ESPN Central Texas. Game time with Tom Barfield, Glenn Smith, and Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us. We're joined now by the head coach of the Bremont Tigers, Jeff Kosowski. Coach, good morning. How are you? Good, Tom. How are you? Doing terrific. All right. So, your district is on an every five day package now. So, and you go out. First of all, tell us a little bit about your win. Obviously, a solid win for your football team. You put 64 on the board.
15: Yeah, well, the biggest thing was trying to get back in shape because we, we spent almost two full weeks without practicing. So I, I, I think I underestimated what, what kind of shape uh, we were going to be in when we came back. So we were pretty
2: gassed. Jeff, you mentioned that you were out for two weeks with the, with the COVID situation. So what were you able to do with your football team, if anything? No, we were we
15: didn't practice uh, at all. We were we were totally shut down, and uh, so we didn't do anything until until this past Monday. And we came back from practice, and we had a, you know, we had a regular practice Monday and Tuesday. Except Tuesday's practice, we didn't condition at all. So really, you know, we had one day where we could actually run them, and we had to had to get them ready for
2: for yesterday. So you mentioned you had to get ready for yesterday, and then now you got the quick turnaround. You're going to play in five days. How has that? What are you able to do from from a coaching staff perspective to to try to prep for football games and, and, and game plan for football games when you're turning them over every five days, as compared to seven?
15: Well, we're lucky enough. We've got an administration here that will let us get the coaches out right now. We're we're game planning for Chilton, and so the coaches got a sub for the day and. Uh, so we, we you know we're, we're getting the game plan for chilton now and then we will practice uh full go practice on friday and saturday and then of course take sunday off and play on monday
2: and, and, and obviously that this is uh i mean that's it, it is it, we, we all get it. it's not ideal but i mean this is this is where we are in 2020 and and uh, are, are there concerns about, uh, as you mentioned, conditioning, but also just the the wear and tear on the bodies when you're playing every five days, as compared to once a week?
15: Well, I guess, I guess we'll figure that out. We're we're getting them back in the weight room today, and, and we're gonna we're gonna keep them after uh, you know the day after the game. We we're not gonna do we're not gonna beat on them and put pads on them, but we, we are gonna get out of here and we're gonna run and we're gonna watch last night's game film and just I think I think getting back in the weight room and getting our muscles, you know, back back uh, lifting and getting in shape and then running uh, will be, you know, the things that can, can help us get back in shape. And, more, you know, more than anything, we were in pretty good shape and, you know, pretty well mid-season form when we left here. And then, like I say, I kind of underestimated what kind of shape we lost within that time. So we're just going to focus on uh, getting back out and trying to get some running in and getting in the weight room, getting our muscles back in shape for, uh, for football
2: you're five and two overall two and zero oh in the district talk a little bit about uh the, the personality of your football team and just kind of where you are right now with with having to start and stop and in that kind of thing
15: we rolled pretty good there for for uh you know six games and so it, it all hit at once and we had a bunch of cases and it, it just we had so many close contacts and And it just – it totally wiped us out with uh, the kids who had to be quarantined and the kids who actually had it. And we had several that that actually had it. Uh, But as far as the the mentality of the kids, they were just excited on Monday to be back up here. And and the coaches too. And and still, uh, Tom, we were out of school. Today's our first day back in school. So the, the routine is really what we're all missing and the kids are missing. You know we got a, a, a week left in the six weeks and, and we've got to make sure you know some of these kids are behind on grades from not being in school just the whole thing is better when we're in school obviously and uh, we're, we're glad to be back.
2: D- even though you had the, you missed the two weeks d- did you like the way your team played last night? did you like the way uh, the, the intensity of your football team and and the little things that you have to do to be successful?
15: Well, yeah, the kids were just happy to be back and playing and be back together. You know, you, you underestimate that. And, it's you know, it sounds like a, a whole lot of time off. You know, everybody loves time off. But really, you know, oh, the kids, they need the routine of being in school and coming to practice and and going to class. And uh, so he, he, we just were, were happy to be out there playing last night. The kids kids had a good time.
2: Coach, I appreciate it. I know you're incredibly busy as you try to get ready for another one here in about uh, uh, a week, so uh, we wish you the best of luck and continued success. Okay, Tom. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it. That's Jeff Kosowski, the head coach of the Bremont Tigers, and boy, <laughs> I-, I never even thought about that aspect of it. I, I knew uh, Stretch and Garrett that it was going to be top prepping, and how are they going to, you know, are they looking at film from two teams at one time, trying to put a couple different game plans together, but they basically said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to get a sub, and we're going to try to come in here and, and, and throw this thing together and, and and get ready to go play."
4: I, I like how you talked about playing on a Monday. I mean, coming off a Sunday off day and then going right into a game. Be interesting to see how they meet, what they do, and how that you know how that how they put put all that together. I mean, obviously, we've talked about it multiple times. Challenges of twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, and, and so I would suspect. Uh, obviously, you're going to. You, you, you'll you'll practice today but you won't you know like he said you won't have contact then uh you'll you'll probably have a uh a saturday practice that uh, that may include some contact and and then uh monday will be monday morning i guess during the athletic period maybe just like a walk through mm-hmm. and in and, in and a review of special teams and then you go play that's what we're talking about i mean it is it is fast and it is furious. Uh, particularly, I know the kids probably like it, but uh, for the from a coaching staff perspective, Stretch, you've done this before. You've done the Sunday to Thursday thing, and uh, and, and that's kind of what they're looking at. Yeah, yeah, you 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 got to be smart with. And and I like what he
4: said too. He said, "Hey, we're going to bring our kids in after they're sore. We're going to lift them a little bit, which means we're going to get that blood flow in their body. We're going to get that soreness out, so that really we're ready to go have one." what would be one good, tough day of practice? I mean, one day where you're beating and banging, you're going inside run, you're probably doing some pass protection, you're probably looking at some things, and then you're trying to get them ready and get them on the men to go play. So that, that really is, that's exactly what the NFL does from the Sunday to the Thursday turnaround is you have to be ready to come in after playing Sunday. you got to come directly in Monday. Get, you know, watch the film, get a little lift, get a little run in. Tuesday is a, is a tough day to practice. you got to get back out there beating bang. Wednesday is, is the mental day where you're going through what you want to do in the red zone. You're doing what, you know, going through your defensive blitz packages. Thursday morning you have a walkthrough and then you go play. So it, it is, it's the equivalent schedule of what guys do in the NFL.
2: All right, so uh, a, a conversation with uh, Jeff Kosowski. They win uh, last night, uh, sixty-four to thirty, in in a uh, in an epic Wednesday night battle. <laughs> I it just, it's, I mean, I'm still have I, I mean, I'm sitting here reading it, right. and I'm still having a hard time wrapping my little brain around around the fact that uh, that we're playing on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights and Tuesday nights and and Monday nights, and I mean. Uh,
4: it's anything, very hard. Anything to get it in, right? And yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's where the other at. thing I took. That's the other thing I took out of that, out of that interview right there. Is you know what his kids and and, and what they're preaching is. We're going to do what we can to get you guys. You only get so many turns. You only get so many opportunities to showcase your ability. And when you work and train all year, you work and train all summer. You do all that running. You do all them lifting those weights. You need to. Be, you need to have those opportunities. And good for them for doing everything they can to get to afford those
2: kids those opportunities it's ten forty one, uh a uh, thursday and this is game time from espn central texas
7: we're ready for some football baby yes is dallas cowboys football 2020 it's a 34 yard kick to win the
16: game only heard here hold
17: the kicks up It snakes inside the right up Season. But it's kind of like when you drive in two lanes, you pay taxes on the whole road. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington
1: football team. Live from FedExB on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Go!
0: Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out
12: gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Backroads Food & Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food & Fuel, 101 West Avenue C. in Valley Mills. Go Eagles!
16: The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options.
2: First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook.
13: Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
18: We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central.
2: Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. member NCUA.
18: Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook,
0: and more. Best, best wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feasts. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
0: Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas
5: Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L-Series Tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor Fort Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor basketball is back on the court. Head coach Scott Drew spoke with the media on Wednesday. Drew discussed the team feeling like they have unfinished business after the tournament got canceled last year.
14: Well, I, I would think not only our team, but uh, uh, a lot of teams out there would have that same sense. Uh I'll tell you what, when, one thing that is a little different is probably uh, uh, something that you never thought about in the past is uh, every coach's biggest uh, anxiety uh, moment of the week is always, or, or or times of the week, or when they get the COVID test results back? Because if if they're good, you get to keep practicing, and if they're not, you don't.
5: Midway takes on Mansfield tonight. You can hear that broadcast starting at six thirty. With kickoff at seven o'clock, Tom Barfield will be on the call on ESPN Central Texas
1: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 1045, 15 shy of 11 o'clock. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, don't forget, today is it. You, you've you got uh, until about 6 o'clock this evening to go online and, and cast your ballot in our Waterburger High School Pick'em contest, SyntaxSportsFan is where you can go vote. That's SyntaxSportsFan dot com to uh, to cast your vote uh, for uh, for our Waterburger High School Football Pick'em contest. Your chance to win a great prize package from Waterburger, including a gift card. To man, doesn't that sound good right now? Some onion rings and a burger and mm, sounds real good. <laughs> I'll be back at about. 10. I'm gonna
4: let you. I'm gonna let you just roll with it right there, I'm partner. Gonna- just keep, just keep it going. Chocolate
2: shake. I
4: get. Yeah.
2: Apple pie. Hey, let's see. It's time. Garrett, Isn't it time for us to pick our high school games? It is that time. I- I'm gonna pick Bremont and Chilton. Good uh, start. That's a good start. Yeah. Okay. Since they played <laughs> in one last night all right Gary you can't you can
4: count, you, you counting count that on your win-loss percentage I need just to. To. <laughs> I know what the way I'm picking them stretch needs to so how about
2: giving that to me for crying out loud I think I had a good week last week I think I was you did you you, you crept up into it was I like yeah. seven and three or eight and two or something uh, I think so I think
3: you were like seven and three yeah you're moving on up again we got a long way to go you don't you don't want to peak too early this week we got game one Crawford seven and zero
4: at Bosqueville three and two. I'm going with Crawford. I mean, I'll, I'll stay Crawford too. I'm
2: going to follow my man Garrett Ross. Let me have Crawford. I think we'll all go that direction. All right, here comes one. <laughs> Strap it on, Lorena four and two at Yo four and three.
3: Ah, I it's Yo doesn't lose very many games back to back, especially at home. But I'm going to go with Lorena in this
4: one. Golly. I'm going to go Yo. Let me I'm gonna go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Yo. And I'm taking the Leopards of Lorena as well. All
3: right, Academy six and two at Rockdale four and three. I'm going with Rockdale. I'm going
2: Academy. So stretches he's right there with those bees, and I'm going to take the Tigers. All right, Rogers three and five at Riesel two and
3: four. Give me Rogers. Yeah, I'm going to go with Charlie Robbins Rogers too. Yeah. China Spring six and one at Robinson two and six. China Spring. China Spring. Cougars, all the way. La Vega, 5-1 at Middle Oathian Heritage, 7-2. I'm going La Vega in this game. I'm going to Pirates. Let
2: me have them. Yeah, this team, do they get challenged again before the playoffs? I don't think so. This this will be
3: the toughest matchup, but Middle Oathian Heritage is not where they have been in the past few years. Granted, they're still 7-2, but I think La Vega's the better team. Uh, next game we got West five and two at Dallas Madison
2: two and zero. Give me S- Dallas now Madison. Now stop and think about what he just said I right know. there. West five and two and Madison two and zero. Yeah, seven games to two games. And uh, You're going with the team with the fresher legs. Is that what? You're, is, is that no? My point is that this is such uh, such a nutty season. There's no rhyme or reason. It, it just, I, it, it just, it's just amazing to me how one team. Can be playing a district right. game against another district opponent, one have seven games under their belt, and one have two games under their belt. I just like the athleticism of Madison. They've got athletes all over the field, and that's why I'm taking them. I'm taking the experience, this season's experience, of West, those seven games compared to two. Uh, I still think at two games, you're feeling your way through this thing.
3: Uh, me
4: too. I'll go West too. Let me have West. West. I'm taking the Trojans. All
3: right. University 1-1 one one at Arlington Seguin 1-1. One one. Give me Seguin. Hmm. Uh, give me university. Give me the Rodney Smith Trojans. All right, tonight's game: Midway zero and three at Mansfield one and
4: three. I'm taking Mansfield. I'm, I'm gonna say Midway's got it trending up. Let me. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go Midway. I think they're gonna get them one finally tonight. And by the way, it's uh,
2: just—I know it's a mathematical thing—a typo there, but the Panthers are. Uh, currently, 0 and oh and two. Yep. You're right. So there you go. So uh, and you know what? I think midway. I think midway with the off week. <clears throat> excuse me, with the off week this past week. I think they get some things done, and I'm going to take the Panthers to win this one. All right, final game. Temple
3: three and one versus Brian two and zero. I'm mm. going to take Temple. I'm going to Wildcats. Me too. Yep.
2: Me too. So there you go. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm going to go Bremond five and two over Wortham. Three and four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Bremont. You got that. Yeah. Did you, did you get my Chilton? Yeah. You registered my got Chilton
3: I And then that, that one game note, remember Valley Mills was supposed to play Itasca this week. Yeah. Itasca's only got nine players available, so that game has been canceled. Hmm. Uh, and then Valley Mills has a bye week next week, so they're going to have two weeks off to prepare for their final game against Crawford.
2: Which is exactly what's happened to both University High School and Waco High School. They ended up with, because of the, uh, the COVID situation, ended up – uh, with two weeks off. In fact, I think uh, Kwame Cavill, the head coach of the Waco Lions, will be at the game uh, on Friday night, but I don't think he has had the opportunity. I think he is still in quarantine, uh, so I don't think he's had a chance to be with his football team practicing this week if I understand things correctly. So, again, every, every day is a new day, guys. I mean, it's and, and I know people probably are sick and tired of us talking about it, but every time you think you've seen Something strange or different, then you you see something else, and you go, well, you can't trump that, you can't top that, but yeah, you can. I mean, it's it's always something a little different. So you know, you, I guess expect the unexpected is is the. Is is the bottom line? But
4: I I, I thought it was interesting. Who was that? Was it was it Scott Drew that gave that comment that you know you're you're like sitting on the edge to get your answer on, on, on that on was the call. Scott yeah yeah on the test. I mean, can you imagine being tested just daily and just kind of having to wait to get the answer? It it, it it's it's got to be frustrating. It's got to be, it, it, and it's it's got to be one of those things where it just feels like, can this ever end? Is this ever going to end? And I know that. I know that question where everybody's asking that uh, crazy, crazy scenarios
2: well, going on out there. Stop, stop, and think about it in a basketball uh, setting. Uh, you know, you get three or four guys on a football team, and you can proceed, and, and you know, but you get three or four guys or three or four gals on a basketball team, uh, you're shutting it down. I mean, you're you're, you have you're, to shut you're, it down. you're done. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and so that's what he's talking about. You know, he's he. Can't, he it's not whether or not we're we're learning what we need to learn and doing what we need to do. It's can we even do it today? Can we even practice today? Do we get to practice today? And uh, and th- it's just man, that's that has got to be unnerving for a coach. But it's it's what they've got to deal with. Yeah, and and you know
4: what? I I start thinking about other sports too, Tom. I mean, you know, when you I mean, wrestling is not real big in Texas. There are there are some team there are some schools that that are starting to wrestle. But can you imagine? I mean, as we go into a bigger flu season and wrestling and guys with their you know just head to head in there, it just it seems like you know there there's some sports that you're just going to have to say that that that, that probably not going to be able to participate this year. I'm curious about this, stretch, you, and I'm glad you brought up wrestling.
3: I know there's some schools around here in the clean area that have it. Does Gatesville High does School,
2: yeah, absolutely. They got a big does wrestling program. So
4: does that help with uh, from with offensive linemen? Did, you like- dang right, it helps absolutely. I mean, understanding <laughs> leverage, playing with leverage, understanding how to get your 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 body up under somebody else's body. Absolutely, especially when it comes to that position. That's the position that 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 matters more than any is is that. Uh, or, or that that transitions, mm. I say more than any is is understanding wrestling and understanding playing with that leverage. See, I don't understand why more schools don't do that and and, and put that as like an emphasis on
3: the all o- alignment o- the way they we do with position players and
2: track. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, and, and Stretch will 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 attest to this as well. There, uh, there's a lot of schools. Uh, Garrett, a lot of schools that in the off-season program, part of that is not. It's not just about running and lifting weights. They do agilities right. and they also do a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling going on in off-season football programs. Heck, I remember going all the way back into the seventies. I you saw schools that would uh, that would participate uh, in wrestling drills. You know, get on that mat and get after each other. May not be in a UIL competitive scene stretch, but they did. I mean, right. that was that was part of the equation was getting out there first of all makes you tough (laughs) you know it's it's survival of the fittest but it also teaches you all those things that you were talking about but yeah a lot of schools do wrestle or or wrestle if you will uh in in their off-season programs yeah and
4: i mean you know that's what you've seen too with a lot of these excuse me a lot of these guys that are getting into you know flipping those tires and doing those (laughs) things to understand leverage and understand how to get leverage and like Tom was saying, I mean, t- you know, even the even though they may not be competing uh, in 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 that arena, uh, I mean, wrestling is in it, it, it being able to grapple and being able to get hand position mm-hmm. and being able to knock hands off and being able to use leverage is is, is big in football. And so, I, I think all coaches that that do have wrestling and are available, to, you know, that do have that in their programs, especially with their with their offensive and defensive linemen, they, they they should be, and they do, I'm sure, you know, convince those kids that wrestling is great from a conditioning standpoint. It, from a mental standpoint, it's unbelievable. And then from a leverage standpoint, that's, that's what you want. You want those guys being able to understand how to get that leverage, how to, you know, how to get your – how to get your pad level up under somebody cuz if you're going to if you're going to move somebody you got to be able to have a base about you and you got you better be able to get your rear end up under you and and, and you know be able to be able to drive your feet
2: so uh, that's, that to me that's what wrestling is Stretch was talking about uh, flipping those tires to, to learn leverage. Right, I'm more I'm more inclined to flip pancakes to learn oh the leverage. So just thought <laughs> I'd pass that along. It's ten fifty seven. Stay with us. There's more of game time coming up next. Maple syrups, maple yeah. Yeah, uh, there's more of the program coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas
7: coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show 230 kickoff with John JJ and Ricky Baylor Texas this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin right here on the home of the Bears ESPN Central Texas
12: Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pre covid COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to COVIDWaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to COVIDWaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Dodge is number one in initial quality,
19: according to J.D. Power. Get great Dodge deals and no payments for 90 days at Alan Samuels. Load up your family and all of your gear in a new 2020 Dodge Journey crossover. Now with up to $4,750 in cash and subprime offers. Dodge Charger SXT is the perfect sports sedan. Get up to $5,170 in cash at subprime offers. Choose special financing for Chrysler Capital. Your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels.
0: Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook.
13: Ready to kick off as a first-time home buyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some
2: restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA.
17: Royal pizza is a proud supporter of all areas, sports and academics, including Clifton Cubs football before the game. Friday night, go to Royal pizza for a pregame meal or after the game. They're open until midnight for home games. Royal pizza is more than just pizza. Try their delicious wings with a choice of five different flavors or a healthy salad, or maybe pasta or a sub, or you can try one of their amazing pizzas royal pizza has something for everyone royal pizza fit for a king available for dine-in pickup or delivery go cubs krzi waco k222
1: dc waco station is now the ultimate power in the universe k265 dv temple this is espn central texas
2: Welcome back into game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Just past 11 o'clock. Now coming up uh, Saturday, we got college football for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. It is Baylor and Texas again. It's a 2:30 kick, and our broadcast is going to begin at 12:30. Uh, Guys, is there a game in, in Big 12 aside? Is just college football? Is there? You know, last week there was two or three games that I went, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to I'm all over this one. Is there a game that just you you can't miss that you just gotta have, you gotta see? Because I I don't see one, quite frankly. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a bunch of I think there's a bunch of good games. I mean, you don't you don't
4: you don't find yourself being attracted to Oklahoma TCU. I mean, yeah, I I do,
2: but not like you're you're
4: talking about a not like
2: Bama and Georgia last week. I mean, uh, and granted, it didn't turn out to be the game that we thought it was going to be. But man, I was jazzed up for uh, for Bama and Georgia last week. Are you are you that jazzed up about uh, Illinois and and Wisconsin. No,
4: you know what I'm more jazzed up about is that there's nothing you're going to get a late night game. Uh, finally, with some of these Mountain West teams starting to play, I mean, I don't even care. Uh, UNLV, San Diego State. At least there's going to be something on at 10:30 or 11 o'clock at night. Where you <laughs> while know, you're was, dozing? <laughs> no, I don't, coach. I don't go to bed for one o'clock. Now that 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 I, I'm opposite of Garrett. I I am <laughs> up late. I, I always think I've I, I guess I've always had that mentality that I may miss something, but. Uh, you know the other game that kind of intrigues me just a little bit is number nine Cincinnati versus number sixteen SMU, and I get it; it's not a must watch, but I mean SMU's playing dang good football right now, and 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 then the Big Ten finally getting back, right. you know, coming back and playing. You got Michigan and Minnesota, and then we all know uh, the early game in, at Ohio State and and Nebraska, so. I, I'm glad the Big Ten's back, and I'm I'm glad we got we're going to get some games out on the West Coast, so we can,
2: yeah, like you were saying, doze a little bit and watch watch a little football. So, it, it, but again, to me, there's it, it, and it just happens to be one of those weeks where there's just there's not that one game where you're just you know foaming at the Locked mouth. In, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I would tell you there in the Big Twelve, I think there's some very interesting games. You mentioned. Uh, uh, Oklahoma and TCU. We were talking about that game yesterday. How how do you guys see that game? I mean, I'm right now. I'm telling you, I I, I said last on uh, uh, yesterday afternoon that I think TCU wins that football game. I'm curious how Oklahoma responds uh, uh, on, on Saturday. What, it, it, what do you guys think about TCU and Oklahoma in Fort Worth? Well, I, I mean, I I like TCU. I, I like the way that.
4: TCU's plan I I mean I I think they'll have every opportunity in that game but I also like that Oklahoma responded when it looked like they were ready to you know they gave up that big lead against Texas and and was really ready to it looked like you know kind of packing in and and they figured out a way to hang around and and win that game in overtime so I, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh TCU, but I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. I, I mean, I do think it's going to be one of those games It's going to be, yeah, you're going to be flipping it back and forth between Nebraska and Ohio State, mm-hmm. but I, I still think that Oklahoma TCU is is a good matchup and should be a good Big 12 matchup. I think for me, I, I wouldn't be surprised if TCU won this game at all, but
3: I find it hard to believe that an Oklahoma squad will, could lose three Big 12 games. That's just far-fetched. It doesn't happen with that program, but I am still I still haven't seen anybody step up and be the established leader of that team, which is understandable because they've looked to the, the leaders and their quarterback play over the past few years, and you just don't have that with the, having a freshman quarterback right now.
2: Well, and, and I'll ask you about uh, Oklahoma State and Iowa State. Is that for the Big 12 championship?
4: <laughs> very well
2: right, could be right now.
4: It, it very well could be. And, I, and I'm going to say this. I mean, Baylor at Texas, if if, if if Baylor can't beat Texas, does that kick them out of the big 12 championship? Is that a must win for the Bears Saturday?
2: I think it was. Well, I mean, y- if you don't, you're, you're, you're at one and two and, and, and you're behind the eight ball. There's no question. Uh, but you you guys know how difficult it is to win on the road in in this league, and that's what to, that's what you're asking them to do. You're asking them to go in where there's a lot of disarray going on. I might wow. add in Austin, Texas. And Boy,
4: are you guys <sighs> have you guys been seeing that? I mean, yep. the, you know, the eyes of Texas is the band <laughs> going to play it? Is the are the players going to be on the field? What a
2: what a wreck that is. I mean, well, that, and that here's the thing: we talked about this. Uh, Garrett and I were talking about this during the break. I, I, I the band itself the band has yet to perform at a game this season so the band not performing the song is nothing new the band the band has has yet to perform at a game this season according to reports that I saw this morning so yeah, it,
3: I was it, under the impression that this was something new like they yeah. were they were just gonna not play this Saturday
2: and the president said in a statement yesterday that the school never planned for the band to perform at the Baylor game anyway so but again it is a distraction stretch. I mean, and you could say, well, the football team's not paying any attention to that bull. <laughs> they got newspapers, they got televisions, and they got radios. They know what's going on. And they got on. social media and, and they got fellow students that they go to school with that are talking about it. So, yes, it is part of what's going on within that deal. So, to say that it's not a distraction is, would be wrong. Yeah, right. I, I, big I distraction, I that. don't know. It may not be a big distraction. It may be a – but it is, it is something that is – part of their preparation this week whether they like it or not or you know so (laughs) to say that it's not is kind of silly yeah
4: I agree with you I mean I, I think it's I think it is a distraction it has been a distraction it was a distraction all the way back uh when they lost Oklahoma and you saw the only guys standing out there were Sam Ellinger and 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 uh and Tom Herman so yeah it's a distraction it's, it's a problem for your football program it is it is something that is you're you're listening to the outside noise whether you want to or not and you you made mention to that and then you know all these guys we know they all have social media accounts so there's all kinds of things that are being said and are going on especially in in the social media world where there's zero accountability for what you put out there
2: do we do we get excited about Kansas at Kansas State I know that Ku is bad. I understand what's going on there, but that in-state thing—don't they kind of at least get their motor running a little bit uh, in this game when they go over to Manhattan? And Les
4: miles be back on the sidelines. He didn't travel. He didn't travel with the team. He could have and decided not to to West Virginia. So he'll be back on the sidelines. He'll get he'll get his team. I think focused and ready to play. And without Puka, I'm sure that's going to be somewhat of a you know somewhat of a blow to them, but. You know, yeah, anytime you have an interstate rivalry game like that, you can throw the records out and and, and know that both these teams will be up and ready to play. And I think, yeah, Puka Puka being gone is
3: obviously it's going to be a blow, but I think those – those guys waiting in line are going to be excited to take their uh, capture their moment, especially in a rivalry game. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a breakout performance from one of those new running backs.
2: Well, some of those new running backs are competing for snaps, so uh, they're <laughs> mm-hmm. they're going to be getting after it. And, and then the last game is West Virginia uh, in Lubbock at Texas Tech. So uh, there you go. What and, and real quick and uh, stretch, give me give me a couple of keys, just a couple quick keys, and we'll get into it later today, maybe or certainly tomorrow. But a couple of keys for Baylor to be. Successful in in Austin on Saturday.
4: Well, I mean, they've got they they can't let Ellinger, uh, you know, do what he does, which is run around and extend plays. I think the what I've seen so far uh, out of Baylor is that they are very good defensively, especially with their defensive front. Uh, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to handle Ellinger, and then being able to, uh, you know, for Charlie Brewer. I think being able to keep him in the game, uh, you know, I don't want to see him take any big hits. Uh, he, he's got to be out there. I, you know, I, I don't think that Gary Bohannon can – You know, I, I don't think he can be able to, to, to do what he needs to do offensively to beat Texas. So I think the keys to the football game for me are Baylor's controlling of – of Sam Ellinger, and then Baylor's offensive line has got to be able to to do some things physically, and
2: then to protect Charlie Brewer. And you mentioned on defense, uh, uh, you got to know that that uh, he's going to run the football. Ellinger is going to run every the
4: football. Cri- that Tom, you make that—that's a great point. Every critical call, every critical situation for whatever reason, and this has been since Ellinger has been the quarterback and, and really since Herman has been there, it's been quarterback power, it's been quarterback counter, it's been some sort of – and it's almost been ISO with the quarterback where they run him downhill. Uh, you know, they're they're into running the quarterback, and that's why I'm saying ultimately you got you got to stop Sam Ellinger and keep him from running the football. And, and, and if Baylor can do that defensively and then keep Charlie Brewer – you know, allow him to to, to push the ball down the field and allow him to do some things. And if Baylor can run the football, they'll have every opportunity to beat Texas Saturday. Random thought here with thinking about these two
3: quarterbacks going into this matchup. With the extra year of eligibility given to them, could you see either one of these guys returning next year? Because I personally, right now, I don't think either one of them are ready to make the next jump to the NFL. Could you see one of them or both of them taking advantage of that extra year and coming back next season?
4: I, I mean, I could see Charlie Brewer doing it. I, I, I do think it would. I, I think it's going to depend on what happens with the coaching situation at Texas, uh, whether Sam Ellinger does or not. I mean, I I cannot imagine during this during this time where that you know so much so much <coughs> is being made of all these athletic departments and how much money they're losing. I can't imagine Texas. Uh, deciding to part ways with Tom Herman, but certainly that seat is very hot there, and if he doesn't get this situation rectified and, and get this team turned around, you know, they're, they're, Texas, they're, there's no shortage of money at the University of Texas, and so I, I think that's the key. Would they would they move on from Tom Herman? And if they don't, if they allow him to stay another year, I could see Ellinger staying another year and trying to, you know, trying to sharpen his tools. But I do see – I also see Charlie Brewer coming back for another season.
2: All right, uh, so there you go. Some college football talk, some Big 12 news and notes. It's a dozen minutes after 11 o'clock. This is ESPN Central Texas.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance
6: needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the Group.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Once again, we'll see gradual clearing today, and that means a lot more sunshine this afternoon. Highs stop out at 87 degrees. Mostly clear tonight. We drop to 68, and tomorrow, partly sunny skies. We'll see a high around 78 degrees shortly after noon, but as a cold front moves through, skies will remain mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain and temperatures could be in the 60s by dinner. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
0: It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new, limited time, spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flare of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
19: Central Texas traditions run deep, all the way to the vehicles we drive. That's why folks trust Alan Samuels. During Alan Samuels' Jeep Adventure Days, get employee pricing for all on new 2020 Gladiator Sport and no payments for 90 days. Plus, the tougher-than-nails 2020 Jeep Renegade. Zero for 72, no payments for 90 days, or up to $6,250 in cash and subprime offers. Trusted, that's
12: Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Backroads Food & Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food & Fuel, 101 West Avenue, C, in Valley Mills. Go Eagles! The Baylor Club, located inside
16: McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options.
0: Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook.
13: Ready to kick off as a first-time home buyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central.
2: Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA.
17: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home.
4: It is game time. You're all access past the Central Texas sports. Glenn Stretch, Smith, Tom Barfield, and Garrett Ross on a glorious Thursday. And and by the way, it may be it, this may be the last couple warm days we have for a while around here. Right now, I want to welcome in Joe Dickinson, uh, the quarterback. He's a quarterback whisperer, guys. Let's be honest about it. Uh, I coach with Joe at uh, at Northern Illinois. He, he really tutored me, mentored me, taught me the game, somebody I respect a lot. And, uh, Joe, I appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Hey, man, it's my pleasure. Good to hear from you, too. Let's me let let's start, Joe, and we'll get into this in a minute. But I know that you you you, you and your point of reference for, for young quarterbacks, you know, since you left the Buffalo Bills and got out of the NFL and even before you went to Buffalo for a year, I mean, you traveled the country, you see the best quarterback prospects you coach some of them you you tutor some of them you evaluate some of them I know a lot of different people including myself uh, ask their opinions about that position uh, t- tell us a little bit about the, the landscape the lay of the land and, and, and really what's going on and how the quarterback position is changing from the time that you started you know coaching these quarterbacks to really what guys are expecting and wanting to do now with their division one quarterbacks.
20: Well, you know, there's been some new systems come, you know, come through where, you know, used to when we were training them, and you came in, you you're all you're always training for, you know, NFL drops. Let's be honest, almost everybody that believes they can be a Division One player, their ultimate goal is to get paid, right, to play in the NFL. Now those chances are real small, but you still have to. Prep a kid for that. Back, you know, let's just say ten years ago, all right. Everybody was taking five, seven, and uh, play-action drops and stuff like that. Well, today there's offenses in college football that are running one-step drops, catch and throws. Sure. Ninety uh, percent of it from the gun, hardly ever from underneath. Uh, so the the landscape has changed a lot, Stretch, and uh, you know, as a quarterback coach, you know, I've to be honest, I kind of fought it for a little bit. I'm like, well, the ultimate deal is prepare to go to the NFL. Well, then you get, then you got to step back and look at yourself and go, you can't pre- prepare all these kids to go to the NFL because 99% of them are not going to get there. Right. So how did you help them as a high school quarterback or a college quarterback in Division One that's running one-step drops? How did you help them? And so to do that, you have to adjust your co- coaching philosophy. So, what you said is exactly right. I mean, it's the landscape, the the drills, the, the what people are expecting of you are are so wide and various these days that you know you got to have more tools in your toolbox than what you actually did back ten years ago.
4: Sure, talking with Joe Dickinson he's a quarterback coach and somebody that has again traveled the country, sees all these guys. Joe, I know I know you've coached Mac Jones, the quarterback at Alabama, since he was a since he was a young kid. Tell us about his progress and the progress that you've seen him make since you've taken him over.
20: Well, you know he was a tennis player. His dad was a tennis pro. All right, and was an, one of the elite tennis players. And he had a sister, so that, he come from a tennis family. So elevating his right arm and getting it in certain places was not a problem with him, right? Balance stuff like that. But he was a skinny kid. All right, and he could. When he was eleven, was the first time I was ever introduced to him at a at a quarterback receiver camp in Jacksonville, Florida, over a Christmas break, and uh, and then a, a, one of my college guys, a guy named Dax Garman, who played at Oklahoma State and, and played at Arizona, and but it, he he brought him over to me and said, "Hey, this kid's going to be elite," and you know, and you could tell that he had you know he had the whip that he could whip the ball around, and then the kids really developed to be quite a quarterback, right? But he got lucky that a lot of the stuff that we were training at that period of time was, you know, play action, whirl whirl action, seven-step drop, five-step drop, all that stuff, you know, throwing the moves, you know, pocket movement. And he got lucky. He got stuck with a quarterback coach at Alabama. Excuse me, not a quarterback coach, but an offensive coordinator. The last two seasons has spent a little time in the NFL. And so they're running a lot of NFL stuff. And it just happened to be a great marriage, Glenn. And uh, and it's, that doesn't happen that often. You can take a guy who's a really good shotgun guy and put him with Steve Sarkeesian, and he's got to adjust a little bit. Well, Steve gets to run – what he wanted to run in the NFL maybe a little bit better. Some things that he picked up with this guy, and, his, and he doesn't really have to coach much technique because that's what this kid's been doing his whole
4: life. Right, and and that's you know, and, 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 that I, and Joe, I think Go that's ahead. the I'm key. Sorry. No, I'm sorry, I think that's the key too. Is is being able to get yourself as a quarterback in position, choosing the right. You know, choosing the right opportunity, and when these kids get recruited, being able to make a good, sound decision that, quite frankly, fits your skill set or fits you, you know—fits what's in your toolbox. And I think that's the thing, Joe. I wanted to, the other reason I wanted to have you on talking to Joe Dickinson, who's a quarterback coach and really mentored me as a young coach. Uh, you know, Joe, I, the, the other thing that I want that I want you to touch on a little bit is in your time in the NFL. And whether that was coaching Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo, or 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 you know some of the other guys that you guys had you're during your time there at Buffalo, and then being able to look at today's young quarterbacks, I know you see a lot of young kids. You you still tutor a lot of young kids at a, you know. I, I know you live in Oklahoma there, but I also know that you travel around and travel the country seeing these kids. But talk to us about. The transition and how you were able to see what was going on in the NFL with a guy like a Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo, and then what you see in Mac and Mac Jones, a quarterback at Alabama, and what you see in some of these younger kids and their ability to adapt and possibly, you know, be able to move and play in it, you know, and wanting to play because ultimately that's the goal is play at that level.
20: Sure. I mean, I mean, if the deal of it is stretches. What you said at the very first about this recruiting, recruiting is something that a quarterback better take real, real uh, long and hard look at because if you get married up with the wrong system or the wrong quarterback system or offensive system for you and you don't fit that, that was a huge mistake by you because not every quarterback fits every system. For example, I'm not, and now this is now this is just me guessing. But, I mean, I watch Trevor Lawrence. He's in the gun almost every play. I don't know how he would fit in the Alabama system. And to be honest with you, I don't know how Mac Jones would fit in the Clemson system. They're the two hottest quarterbacks playing right now. I mean, I think most people would agree with that, and people would say, well, Mac just came out of nowhere. Well, no, not really. He's been working at it. He played some last year and stuff like that. But, they're, they're, I mean, Mac leads the nation in passing efficiency and, and all that stuff. And Trevor's does what Trevor – he's a household name, right? We all know about him. But I don't know if he can drop. I don't know if he can do the world play action. I'm sure he can, but it's going to take work, right? And so you look at these guys and say what you just said is very, very important key that a lot of people over, overlook. The value of making your decision to go into the right school that can fit your, te- your, your, your skill – and a quarterback guy that's going to marry you with being able to be successful is very, very important. It's probably the most important thing.
3: Joe Garrett, right? And then you start
20: look, you start looking for things like what you just said. Obviously, you got to have. It all starts with the feet, and then of course you got to have arm talent. But it also starts with what what can you do with that six inches between your ears? I mean, I think that's what puts Mac in a different little bit level and some of the guys that's been through the system that, that I was lucky enough to have some impact on is, you know, you got the game. The game is played a lot by quarterback. And, you know, you've been around, come on, man, Troy and all those guys. This game is played between that, that six inches between your ears. And so you got to have that. And, and sure, you got to have all the measurables and intangibles and all this, but they're proven to us today, 5'11 quarterbacks, Five-nine quarterbacks can play in the NFL. We're watching it happen right now.
3: Joe, Garrett Ross here. When you look at uh, the quarterbacks that, like, all right, so we're right here in Waco uh, this weekend. We got Charlie Brewer going up against Sam Eliger and these two have come out of probably some of the most high-caliber quarterback high schools that you can see in the nation with Lake Travis and Westlake. How have you watched these guys develop, and what do they need to do in order to make that next leap before trying to enter the NFL?
20: Well, you know, I don't want to, you know, Charlie Brewer, and I, I've known him. I've known I, – I worked with his older brother. You know, I knew who his dad was. You know, Glenn actually introduced me to those guys a long time ago. And, But the deal of it is to make the next step, you're not going to run quarterback power in the NFL. Okay? And so, with that being said, yeah, you're going to run some, and sure, whatever you do run and things like that but your throwing skills have got to be elite, okay? It's just they – and now the better you can run, let's take, for example, the Baltimore Ravens guy. Well, he's an elite runner, right? We know that. Well, his passing skills are not that elite. That They get it done on certain Sundays. But, in other words, but he doesn't run quarterback power. He might run quarterback this or that, but he's an elite runner, okay? And then I think – those guys, I mean, I haven't watched Charlie Burr near as much as I have Sam Ellinger because he's been around forever, right? And I was lucky enough to see him play against Oklahoma a lot. I mean, I watch him, You know, and to me, when things get tough, they turn him into a power running back. That's just my opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right. Does not mean I'm second-guessing. I'm just saying that's what they turn into. They get down on the goal line, he's going to run the football. And he's not, and down in the NFL, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, that's hard to do, man. And Glenn will tell you that. Once you get in the NFL, you see that running the football is so difficult. Stopping the run and running the football is extremely difficult up there. So that's, that's extremely difficult for the quarterback. I mean, I was around Tyrod Taylor. He was an elite runner. I don't know that he's Lamar Jackson, but he's an elite runner. And he's a very adequate passer. And so what you're saying is to make that next jump, they're going to have to develop themselves as making all the throws. And, and most uh, and, people and don't that understand jump- that they, they can all make those throws, okay, but they got to make those throws with those defenses changing on them, showing you one look and giving you a totally different look on the snap. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's where the elite of the elite defensive coaches are, too. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's that's what I would say. I don't know if that makes sense to you on the answer, but they're going to have to be able to make all those decisions. That's what I call fluid intelligence. As all those guys are moving around, I got to make these big time throws as, as I'm seeing movement and I'm seeing different changes. And so that's, that's what I would say their big jumps going to have to be.
4: Hey Joe, listen, I, I I know you're busy. I know you got guys to work with and I, and I want you to know, I appreciate you as a friend, appreciate you jumping on here and appreciate you sharing your, your life experiences. And, uh, I I know you do a heck of a job with those guys. But, again, thanks for jumping on with us today, Joe. Uh,
20: That's my pleasure, Glenn. Anytime, man. Thanks. Good, Good luck to you guys.
4: All right, there he goes, Joe Dickinson. He's a he's a heck of a quarterback coach, Garrett. I know, I know you wanted to. I, I know we were looking for that answer. Hey, do you think these guys could get that? Uh, could get that one more year of uh, of eligibility and put it to work? Right. And you know what? You know what? At times, you you what times when you put those guys who they haven't really worked with, you know, they kind of give you that answer. Like, well, yeah, but I don't really know. Right. So, hey, and you can tell. Hey, you think he mentored me? I gave you basically the same answer about <laughs> Sam Ellinger. Right. Yep. And it didn't, it didn't take far to get out of that. Hey, we got a break here. Let's let's take a break and uh, let's come back with game time.
7: Meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. Twelve thirty for the Baylor alumni tailgate show. Two thirty kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday. From Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas
12: local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at COVIDWaco.com Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to COVIDWaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to COVIDWaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Dodge is number one in initial quality, according to J.D. Power. Get
19: great Dodge deals and no payments for 90 days at Alan Samuels. Load up your family and all of your gear in a new 2020 Dodge Journey crossover. Now with up to $4,750 in cash and subprime offers. Dodge Charger SXT is the perfect sports sedan. Get up to $5,170 in cash at subprime offers. Choose special financing for Chrysler Capital. Your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels.
10: Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
12: The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rights Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully, for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact the Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. ESPN Radio
1: Sports Center. I'm
5: Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L-Series Tractor for as well as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor for Moore Service Center and Star. Baylor basketball is back on the court. Head Coach Scott Drew spoke with the media on Wednesday. Drew discussed the team feeling like they have unfinished business after the tournament got canceled last year.
14: Well, I, I would think not only our team, but uh, uh, a lot of teams out there would have that same sense. Uh, i tell you what, when, one thing that is a little different is probably uh, uh, something that you never thought about in the past. Uh, every coach's biggest uh, anxiety uh, moment of the week is always or 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 times of the week or when they get the COVID test results back. Because if, if they're good, you get to keep practicing, and if they're not, you don't.
5: Midway takes on Mansfield tonight. You can hear that broadcast starting at 6:30. We'll kick off at 7 o'clock. Tom Barfield will be on the call on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Eleven thirty-five. This is game time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. We're joined now by Bryce Cherry, of the Waco Tribune-Herald. Bryce, good morning. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing terrific. Doing, uh, doing, doing really well. Hey, let's uh, let's begin with college football, Bryce. And I asked the question to the other guys, and I, I want your opinion. Is there a college football game? that just kind of jumps off at the page at you this week that you, this is must see, Uh, you know, last week, a lot of us were were all jazzed up about Alabama and and Georgia. Is there one this week that you're like, wow, I got to see this one.
21: Uh, I mean, I guess if we're going to keep it maybe uh, in the big 12, I would say you do get a top 25 matchup this week with uh, Iowa state traveling to Stillwater to face Oklahoma State you know the big 12s lone unbeaten team I think you know if uh, if you're a fan of the conference you would you know like to see the Cowboys uh, do well because you know the flying mullets uh, are the big 12's <laughs> best chance uh, of making the, the CFP at this point. I mean I, I think it's been a down year for the league overall. And, um, you know, so the fact that you do still have an undefeated Oklahoma State team with a pretty stout defense, I mean, that Mike Dundee's uh, team actually has, uh, you know, what it looks like to be a legit defense. And then Matt Campbell's team mm-hmm. has really kind of turned it around since, uh, since losing that, you know, game at the beginning of the year to uh, whatever Sunbelt team they played. And, uh, you know, they've turned it around, played, strung together some pretty good wins since then. And so, I mean, to me, that's you know, that, that's an interesting game. Uh, I'd have to scan the schedule to see you know what else is out there, and uh, you know, but uh, but that one sort certainly you know has my attention.
2: We, we were talking about that game, and is that game is that game this early in the season? Is that game potentially for the Big Twelve Championship?
21: It certainly could be, and it could be uh, you know a a precursor to the big 12 championship game later on. I mean, that may be the first of two between those two teams and, and uh, who would have thunk that maybe at the start of the year. I think we all thought everyone was chasing Oklahoma. Um, I mean, it's just kind of the way it's gone in recent years. But, uh, you know, Sooners have two losses. Texas has two losses. Uh, You know, Baylor's record is – I'm stealing a line line from John Werner here. Baylor's record is uh, two and three. Two games played, three games canceled. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, know, we don't even know much about the Bears at this point. And, uh, you know, and then there's some other teams that, you know, I think uh, a lot of of teams are sort of lurking just around 500 this year. Uh, so, it, it, you know, and it makes for entertaining football in terms of it's competitive. You never really know who's going to win. We, we like that in college basketball, but it seems like it's less desirable in college football just because, uh, you know, you want somebody from your conference to sort of rise up and, and be the, you know, the national championship
2: contender. And, and you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Oklahoma. They've got a test this week at TCU.
21: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, TCU has kind of been another uh, head-scratching team. I mean, they beat Texas and turn around lose to Iowa State. But, uh, you know, and I don't think Gary Patterson's got a vintage TCU defense this this year, Uh, but they are capable of, of, uh, you know, stepping up and biting you and um, Spencer Rattler and, that, and the Sooners have been inconsistent. Uh, I mean, I think you're seeing uh, the growing pains of a, of a new quarterback, a young quarterback who's kind of learning on the go. And, I mean, it's not all on him either. Oklahoma's defense is, has not been good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's another game that will be really interesting. And, and if you ask me right now who I'm picking, I don't really know. I <laughs> mean, that's, that's a tough one.
2: Switch gears here and talk some high school football. And in only only in 2020 with the, with the pandemic would you have a matchup that features the West Trojans at five and two versus Dallas Madison at two and zero. A a difference of five games played. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it it's just mind boggling to sit there and look. I've, I've stared at this about seven times and it still doesn't make any sense to me.
21: Yeah, you know, Chad asked a question on our podcast this week on the high school podcast where he said, um, you know, whenever we get to like week nine, we're always dealing with, um, you know, district championship scenarios, playoff scenarios, and we always sort of marvel at how fast it went. He said, do you have that feeling this year? And I said, a little bit, uh, but it's not week nine for everybody, (laughs) you know? It's week nine for some, uh, and like you said, even teams in the same district have played uh, a different number of games just because of 2020 and pandemic and all that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so strange to think that, you know, here we are in week nine and you have a lot of district championships sort of being wrapped up or already even wrapped up. And then you also have University and Waco High and Midway who are making their district openers. You know, so it's it's a bizarre year. Um, you know, we'll take what we can get.
2: The uh, the Midway Panthers you mentioned Midway Midway and Waco High uh, participating uh, in district openers this week. In fact, the Panthers played tonight. The the zone the zone situation, uh, Bryce in not exactly what they wanted to do, but certainly it is going to allow them in that zone situation to if they get into a, into a situation where games are having to be canceled, at least it gives them the opportunity to to fairly qualify some teams for, for postseason play.
21: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's something that I guess you know districts may have done years ago um, uh, so it's not entirely unfamiliar been a while uh for a lot of i guess you know you do still see it maybe even in some larger you know metro districts that we're not used to covering as much but uh but yeah you know when i was talking with jeff hume about it before the season ever started i was like explain the zone format for me because i don't i I feel like i've kind of got a handle on it and so he was explaining it to me and i thought the best you know analogy or phrase that he said was just basically we are rolling out plan b ahead of time and and hoping we don't have to go to plan b and that we can just kind of continue with plan a but you know having plan b be out there at the outset you know in case just in case and you know we've seen you know we've seen a lot of uh, having to go to your backup plan this year so i think it makes sense from that standpoint to, you know, to have uh, a system in place where if someone does have an outbreak of cases that you can easily, you know, navigate
10: that.
2: When, when you, uh, you you mentioned talking to Jeff Hume, where where do you see the Midway Panthers right now? Obviously a, a very difficult start. Then uh, a, a loss to South Grand Prairie two weeks ago, but they played much better. So as they head into this district game against, against – uh, Mansfield tonight, where, where do you see the Panthers right now?
21: I mean, obviously, I think they made some progress. Uh, and so that's, you know, you always talk to these coaches, and that's one thing they want to see is improvement week to week. Obviously, they've had some time to prepare for this uh, district opener with a bye week last week. So you would expect similar progress. I think you've got to see Midway. Um, you know, some playmakers maybe emerge a little bit more. Um, And, and, and so I think as the season progresses, I mean, I think Midway's identity is still just a little bit unclear. Um, And, and we're going to see it develop over, over the course of district play, but yeah, they made, they made progress. I mean, they played a really, really tough West Lake team to start out and obviously, you know, took it on the chin in a big way, but then, you know, Made progress in that South Grand Prairie game. Have a chance to win it, and then now you know you've had two weeks to to prepare for your district opener, and and you would expect them to come out and and you know look pretty sharp.
2: All right. So after last week, it it looks like you probably have got District 11 3A all figured out. So what where do you got there? <laughs> Who's going where?
21: <laughs> oh my gosh, what a mess! Uh, you know that one is just fun i mean i don't know how yeah. else you could describe it because it's uh it, you know it you, you really it's such a cliche every year they you have coaches who say oh anybody can beat anybody and you, and you kind of can't help but roll your eyes just a little <laughs> bit you know because we've yeah. we've heard that so much uh in that district it's legit <laughs> i mean obviously caldwell sitting there at zero three in the district. Um, but, um, you know, everyone else I would say, and you're talking about, uh, you know, six other teams there, um, they've all shown the ability to rise up and beat somebody else in that district. And every one of them right now of those other teams has, has two, two wins. Uh, they, they don't all have the same number of losses because again, it's 2020 and they haven't all played the same number of games, but. As far as who's going to emerge, I feel like Lorena is sort of starting to make that surge a little bit that we've seen from Ray Biles' teams before. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a pretty impressive win last week over McGregor because I think everyone thought that game might be a little bit closer, and it turned out to be a, a palindrome. Did you know what a palindrome is? Forty-one fourteen. Uh, you know, same score forwards and backwards or something like that. So uh,
2: You've got too much free time <laughs> on your hands, brother. <laughs>
21: <laughs> they used to say that at Lady Bear games when they'd be winning like 61 to 16 with Brittany Griner and all the, the band would
2: be going, P-. Um, <laughs> i always
21: thought that was pretty clever
2: you know we we've we've talked about it a million times but it, it's true if you're a player or a coach in that district it, it's it's a nightmare but for us as fans and, and and folks that are just watching this league from from the the outside looking in th- this is as entertaining as it gets yeah
21: i mean every game is you know seemingly coming down to the wire you do have some blowouts like i mentioned that that are surprising because you kind of expect them all to come down to the wire uh you know troy and cameron played an overtime game last week that ended up being 21 20 i mean that's sort of just a head scratcher there but um yeah what you think is going to happen uh very very seldom does happen you know i mean it's just it's a, it's a wild, wild district.
2: All right, Bryce, we're up against the clock. Where, where are you guys going this week? Uh, what, what games are, are getting uh, are getting covered?
21: Well, certainly we'll be at the, uh, the Midway game tonight. And then, um, you know, we've uh, got Waco High and Duncanville on uh, on Friday night. That should be a, a pretty good one. I mean, to me, the, the game we didn't really talk about, but uh, maybe game of the week is, is Crawford-Boskeyville. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I think uh, we've kind of been anticipating for several weeks, and Chad Conine will be at that one. And uh, you know, we're at a few others. Um, Rikers playing Arlington Grace Prep, and um, uh, Conley Gatesville is another game we'll be at. So yeah, we'll be we'll be spread around. But uh, yeah, that that Crawford Boswell game should be a fun one.
2: So tomorrow in the paper, <laughs> we'll have the previews and the picks. Correct. <laughs> that's
21: right try to try to avoid those picks you know don't give us too much crap
2: <laughs> bryce thanks <laughs> have a great day we'll see you soon yep. that's bryce cherry of the waco tribute herald it's eleven uh, we're going to step aside we're coming back with more of game time in just a moment
11: it's ram power days at cameron Autoplex in cameron texas the 2021 models will be arriving soon and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. Plus, competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Or well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram power days won't last much longer. So make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. My house
13: has a new glow. I love my wind.
21: Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home.
0: Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they
5: continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com.
0: Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
5: Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor for Moore Service Center and Star. Baylor basketball is back on the court. Head coach Scott Drew spoke with the media on Wednesday. Drew discussed the team feeling like they have unfinished business after the tournament got canceled last year.
14: Well, I, I would think not only our team, but uh, uh, a lot of teams out there would have that same sense. Uh I'll tell you what one one thing that is a little different is probably uh uh something that you never thought about in the past. Is uh, every coach's biggest uh, anxiety uh, moment of the week is always, or, or or times of the week, or when they get the COVID test results back? Because if if they're good, you get to keep practicing, and if they're not, you don't.
5: Midway takes on Mansfield tonight. You can hear that broadcast starting at six thirty with kickoff at seven o'clock. Tom Barfield will be on the call on ESPN Central Texas
1: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: It's 11.53, 7 shy of 12 noon. Unnecessary roughness with Q and Ward and Steven coming up at the top of the hour. And then uh, uh, we, we're going to be back, but we're going to be back a little later t- uh, today. We're going to be back around 4 today uh, as we travel up to uh, the Metro mess and uh, and get ready for a little football tonight. We're going to be uh, at Newsom Stadium in Mansfield uh, for the uh, Midway Panthers and the Mansfield Tigers, so we'll uh, we'll look forward to that. Uh, and so the uh, we'll uh, we'll do the afternoon show beginning at around four today from uh, up in the Metroplex, and then uh, and then football at six thirty, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll journey back uh, to Garrett's house because we all got a big barbecue at Garrett's <laughs> house tonight after the game. And this is news to me. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna—he'll well, be we're, in a rim four sleep yeah. when you get there. I can promise <laughs> you that. <laughs> well yeah I mean he's uh never mind uh all right uh let's see what you can mention tonight's NFL game this ought to oh, be oh there a,
4: is one this ought to be a heck of a pillow fight you, are too, you're actually gonna you're actually gonna call that an
2: NFL game I,
4: no I guess I better not I'm sorry I'll, I'll go back over here and put my thumb in my mouth it probably <laughs> isn't a very good NFL <laughs> game yeah, I mean,
2: there's a college game tonight. Maybe just yeah. as just as much. What is it? Uh, Appalachian State and Arkansas State, or yeah. somebody like that. That should or, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. might be a, maybe a better game than this
4: NFL game. So the Cowboys need who to do what? I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any idea. Uh, I mean, they do need you really play think to a really to it matters? <laughs> I like how you handicap it from that angle, yeah. though. The Cowboys need. The Eagles, no, the Eagles have a tie. Do they need the Giants? Oh, God, that would give them two wins. That would put them in a first-place tie. Who do they need? <laughs> oh, boy. What miserable. What a miserable even thought that is. Jeez, that's bad. It's, it's bad. They the may NFL play side, to a 0-0 zero, zero tie. And they you, might have an absolute you – you might be right. I just, just a, I'd, I'd like just a 2-2 two, two pillow fight, just 2-2 safety. That wouldn't make it even in the NFL.
2: Seriously, what's more intriguing to you as just a straight-up football fan? Is it is it New York and Philadelphia, or is it Arkansas State and Appalachian State? Arkansas State game for me. Uh, yeah, I I kind of like the argument out of me, but I'm
4: gonna unfortunately I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep an eye on this NFL game just so just so I have uh, just so I have a good point of reference for what it means to be bad.
2: Gotcha. (laughs) All right, uh, that's going to do it for us here today. Unnecessary Roughness is coming up next, and then we'll talk to you again this afternoon at around 4 o'clock from Newsom Stadium in Mansfield. Uh, Let's see. UNR next right here on ESPN Central Texas.